Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Build to Grow podcast from your host, Tim Lyons, back in the saddle in the studio at HQ, Scottsdale. Boop, boop. Joined by Randy. What's up, buddy? <laughs> boop. <laughs> I'm telling you, every time. Yeah. Something, something's going to get me to laugh. I don't and never see it coming. I don't even know what I'm going to say as I'm saying it. That's the best. <laughs> I can tell. That's probably why it gets me every time. All right. So we are back in the saddle. Lots of big things happening, guys. You probably heard a little bit of the last episode of Black Friday Workshop coming up or a webinar. You guys are not going to want to miss that. Winninggym.com slash BF23. Get registered now. Uh, that's going to be a good one. But uh, that's not what this episode today is about. Today, we are talking about, it's almost like a recap of something we talked about a couple, maybe 10, 12 episodes ago. If that. Uh, and we're talking about the process of, you know, converting leads into clients at your gym. And, you know, like I said in the last episode, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat in the business. You can you can go with like what we've been doing, where you automate the whole process and people book appointments on their own. They come in, uh, but there's a lot of chatter in the market and I, mean, I guess in the fitness industry about hey, we should put this call in front of the appointment so you can kind of pre-qualify somebody and pre-sell them, and then they're going to come in and be an easier sell when they come in. Yes. And I heard it, I was like, yeah, I understand it. Let me try it because I'm not sold on just because somebody's saying something is gonna work for us, yeah, right? The belief is that it's gonna give you a greater overall conversion yeah. of total leads to members. And so there's, you know, before we get too deep into this, we wanna make it very clear that there, there are two, two paths here. Number one, we book an appointment right in person, somebody comes in and you close a deal. That's, that's I guess, plan A. Mm -hmm. That's the way we've been always doing it. And plan B is like, hey, let's, instead of booking them for an in-person consultation, let's do a phone call first, call it whatever you want, a discovery call, a pre-qualification call, just call it whatever it is. And then on that call, you then book them for the next appointment, which is the in-person to close the deal. Um, you know, on paper, there's a pro and a con right off the bat. Yeah. On paper, you know, I'm like, okay, so you're asking, for, there's more friction to the, to the point of sale. For the consumer yep. you've got to you have two more conversion opportunities here that you could either go up or down they've got to book a call and they got to show up for the call mm -hmm. that's that's on paper says hey man this is making it harder for the consumer on the other side of it is like well wait a minute you're not going to waste your time in person because you're going to kind of pre-qualify and people are more likely to show up to a phone call quote unquote on per, in, than in person that's the thought and the idea is like a shorter, you know, seven to 10 minute phone call. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it sounds like, hey, yeah, that makes sense. Let's mm -hmm. let's have somebody, somebody can just do it from their car. They don't have to come in. Sounds like it's a better deal. So so we did a true A-B split test. We, we hired a, a company to help book calls and then we ran our old play as is, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not going to share names with of, of companies. I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus at, at, at any, I mean, we did a straight test, dollar for dollar. 
ad for ad were the same. The only difference was let's go ahead and book a call first versus let's just have them come in and book the in-person first. Yes. Okay. So, um, I will tell you the results are, are dramatic. Um, and they were so dramatic. We shut it off that fast. Okay. So the goal was let's run, you know, a couple months worth of this three months. And, you know, after working with Zach is Zach's like, Hey, this isn't working. Yeah. The new way isn't working. So, Spoiler, sorry, but I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you true numbers. So, we spent four thousand dollars on both campaigns uh, each. Each, so eight thousand yes. total. Uh, well, it was a thirty-four and change. Uh, it was thirty-eight hundred and sixty yeah. each, somewhere in there. Thirty-eight hundred. So, the uh, straight to uh, in-person resulted in six memberships. The discovery call first resulted in one membership. Um, both were below what we really like to see anyway. Um, just seems to be a bad month overall. Now I will tell you that in August, now th this test that what we're talking about today was done in September. Okay. Yeah. So we're just mm -hmm. right at the end. We just finished it. Prior to that in August, we had run just our normal standard operation and we did, uh, 18 memberships. Okay. So you can see this, this flip of the month changed the, the totals regardless. So Correct. now why would that be? Um, school could be summer coming off. I mean, there's a lot of weird reasons. And, and that's something that everybody needs to understand mm -hmm. is, is it, you may be in a bad month. There's no reason to throw out your entire process because something sounds better, right? Yeah. Our, ours was great. Our August was great and we still did it. So we we're, mm -hmm. we were actually going into a, coming off of an amazing month. Um, and that, and by the way, that was 18 paid conversions. We had also another like five referrals that walked in, walked in and closed. So great month of August. Uh, now we're into September, six memberships on the straight to call or straight to uh, appointment and one on the discovery call first. Now what's interesting here, Randy, mm -hmm. is the discovery call first ad campaign generated uh, more leads. Okay, so there's more leads. Uh, we had 32 calls booked, and I think 10 of them were actually completed. Yeah, I believe okay, so here we are, we, we did 10 discovery calls. And more opportunities. Um, what, what well, do you mean? I mean, there were more opportunities left to right with the discovery calls in the words that straight to in person, more opportunities to yeah, you know, total leads. So, so because the call was first, you have uh, in person or the phone call f uh, yep. consultation, and then the in person. So while we had more calls booked, I think twenty eight calls booked, ten showed. Okay, so let's talk about that. Ten showed, and only one showed up in person after the discovery call. So while you're looking at it and we closed that deal and yep. while you're looking at it, okay so you had 10 calls booked and only one of them showed in person what happened between the two because we booked every everybody in for a in-person consultation yeah. off the discovery call like everybody seemed to be a decent fit or should have been but yet only one showed up isn't that weird because again the whole idea there is that you're you're reducing the operational struggle yeah. Or, yeah. or you know the 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 friction at the con the consultation by doing the call, but yet yep. less even even less showed up. But if you were to look at just our closing percentage on the discovery call first, you're going to get a number of 100% closing. Yeah. Okay. So you need to dig into numbers. This is this is the whole, um, you know, who's doing the research study on the commercial to give you the results 
tweaking te- tweaking the data yeah. to, to make it sound like favorable favorable to you. So if I were to tell you before we co- started this uh, podcast and say, hey, we ran a split test and we had a hundred percent closing rate on our discovery calls first that ended up showing up in person, you'd be like, oh, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you look at the data, it was only one conversion, one showed, one converted, off of ten discovery calls. Now, what's other? What, what else is interesting is. We had 25 starting point books, but only nine of those were completed. Six of those converted into members. Okay, interesting scenario, yeah. right? Yeah. So while the show rate uh, was 47% for the, um, I guess the in-person, it was only 43% for the call. So it's just, it, it, I mean, at the end of the day, all I care about is how many memberships popped out the back. Correct. Right. All these steps in front of it don't matter unless you get a conversion on the end. So if we're looking at left to right, A to B, discovery call first, one sale, straight to appointment, six sales. The obvious winner is straight to, straight to an appointment. Yeah. And, and it kind of... I guess solidifies our belief that we need to Mm. lower the friction to the sale. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Now, are there some good reasons to do a discovery call first? I would say absolutely there are. And here's here's a big one. Uh, And one, the argument that I hear a lot is I don't have the personnel to be standing around and waiting for somebody to come in. Yeah. And, and so I need to make sure that they're a good fit on a phone call before that they come in. Now, that makes sense. However, you had more no-shows in the discovery call to in-person. To in-person, sure. Then we had just straight to appointments. So that, that kind of goes out the window. Like, did, did it really help? No, it didn't. And that doesn't help that problem at it, all. It, it, does, it, made, it's, it made it worse, than actually. It made... In, yeah, nah, you had Your to be on team, the call first, and then you and had then just, you have somebody sitting around waiting, and more people didn't show up. The, the other reason why you would think a discovery call first might make more sense is like, hey, I'm getting in front of a lot of people who can't afford us. I need to let them know and find out if they can even, you know, if sure. they're a good fit before they come in. Therefore, they have some sort of sense of the idea of what we cost before they show up, and if they do show up, then they kind of already know, and that becomes not a non-issue makes sense i it can't i can't say it worked for us 
Now, I will tell you, we, we also tested in three other Iron Circle gyms, and they all had very similar results to ours. Yeah. In fact, uh, one of the words I heard was, we got slaughtered on that. <laughs> okay. So while, while there's a lot of shiny objects out in the marketplace, the only way you're going to know if it works for you is you have to test. Yeah. If your way, and here's the, here's the odd thing about this. In a normal scenario, in like where we had a beautiful August, you wouldn't throw a new no. scenario because why, why fix something that's not broken? Mm -hmm. We did it anyway. And now, um, you know, we just turned it off. And, and I told the company, look, man, I was, ran an agency for years. I understand it works in some markets and some don't because mm -hmm. we could never figure out why something worked in Washington or Tacoma or South Carolina, but didn't work in Miami or Texas or, uh, you know, Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, yep. and look, we dissected our campaigns 5,000 ways. I was so adamant to try to understand why a campaign word for word, image for image worked in one market and not another market. And so what did we do? We did a giant discovery. We went deep into our own campaigns. We looked at our landing pages. We looked at colors, buttons. Oh, yeah. we, we even split test whether or not there was a female gym owner pictured versus a male gym owner pictured. Was that the reason why one converted better than another? Was it the smile of the gym owner versus a non-smile, crossed arms versus hands on side? Was it the price point? Was it the name? Was it the gym colors? Oh, yeah. Was it a B market versus A market versus C market? In all things considered, there was no definitive, definitive result as to why one campaign in one market worked and another didn't. It didn't make any, it still, still make no sense. Yeah. So going into this discovery call versus in-person straight, you, 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 it may work for you, it may not. And you have to listen to yourself the you data have to really you have to test it yeah and so four iron circle gems completely collapsed on this um call first idea it made no difference in fact made completely worse while there are a few iron circle gems that swear by yep. using it while you know there was a there's a, a gym in uh napier uh naperville naperville yeah. uh you know steve and kate they mm -hmm. they only have done the call first and they have like 90% close rates. It's the only way they do business. It makes total sense for them. Great. And I would argue, why would you even go the other way if it works so well mm -hmm. for you this way? Um, we had another uh, Evans in, um, where's he out of? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Is he? He's one of those states. There's so many of the East Coast states. Yeah. There, East Coast uh, now. Anyways, he, he added it in and Delaware? it worked for him because he was having the, the cost issue happening. So, mm -hmm. So listen, there's reasons to do and reasons not to do. I wanted to give you our results, um, and, and it didn't work for us. And I want to just to stress that point. I mean, we called, like, the whole reason we were doing it is because this is optimizing a process, right? You don't just throw away the whole process because you think something else is going to work or somebody else comes along and says, hey, we're doing this. This is better. Go do it. Unless you test it in your market and your facility, it might not have the same effects and that's the biggest thing is an, a true a b split test and a process is how you optimize a process changing the process is, is is not optimizing a process removing you know or layering in putting something else into it it's it's a complete change optimization is the tweaking of you know what's there by having the data 
tell you what changes to make. And to your point, I don't, I, I mean, we, you had that kind of a feeling that it wasn't going to do for us what others saw or, you know, others were raving about. But it's because we know that, you know, when you add friction or you add another conversion percentage, you have fall off, you have drop off and you have, uh, you, you give people the option of not showing up. And so we didn't have the operational problems. And mm-hmm. so I didn't see, you know, the need like some other gym owners might. And, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that money had to be spent to prove it, but at least we have a, a definitive answer and it's in alignment with what we felt was true. Mm-hmm. So that's confident. And we're always going to test things first yep. before we roll it out. And I would tell you, like when we were doing the agency stuff, every campaign we ran here first. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, like, our cost per lead at this facility in this market is way higher oh, than yeah. almost every gym that we work with. Like, and we're still running the same place, um, you know, year after year, tweaking some stuff. Um, we could take our campaigns and run it in a B market and they would- Oh, they'd get, they'd they get 10X the results sometimes, right? Yeah. It is what it is. You're, you're at a, um, I guess, I don't know, what's the word? Um, you're at the mercy, mercy? Of, of your competition. You're at the mercy of some bad decisions that you made years ago like on your, your ad account or something on sure. your ad account where you where you got banned and got your ad account back. You still got black marks on it, and there's all these like algorithm underground theories. But I've I've asked some you know Maxwell Finn. I yeah. was very this was deep in the weeds. I was like, can the credit card that's on an ad account affect the performance of said ad account? He's like, well, what do you mean? If that credit card was on a bad ad account and you put that same credit card on another, he goes, absolutely. For sure. That credit card's tied to, to you know, bad performance. It's gonna relate that same bad performance to a fresh ad account. I'm like, how is that even possible? <laughs> he's like, yes, he, he confirmed it. Yeah. And he's, he was deep in the weeds with Meta and all those guys. He has like reps at every mm-hmm. company. He's big in TikTok and all that stuff. So I was like, well, that, that was one theory that we had as to why it would work in one market versus another. Mm-hmm. Bad reviews, good reviews, all those things. So it was wild. But to your point, I mean, there was nothing until you get in there and you test it. I mean, the, we have always said the marketplace is the ultimate decider, mm-hmm. right? We bring what we feel is best to the marketplace and the marketplace tells us how well that that's going to work, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be your offer, whether it be, you know, in your advertising, whether it be I guess, you know, any of those aspects of business, ultimately it's the people that you're selling to that are going to have, you know, the ultimate say. Yeah. And yeah. you you as the business owner have to respond accordingly. You should know how to respond, right? In a process or something like that. If you just throw your hands up and say, oh, I don't know what to do. This process doesn't work. Yeah. You're done. But that's the fun of being a gym owner is going and challenging and learning and Fixing, finding new yeah. ways. Yeah. Solving big problems. So Listen, guys, that was kind of our results episode. There was a lot of people continuing to ask me, hey, how did it turn out? How did it turn out? Because, you know, they they want to know if their way is the best. And, I, you know, the answer is it may or may not be. I mean, for us, it was, it was a definitive no. Do not add a discovery call into mm-hmm. our conversion process because it, it collapsed it. And same with the three other... Uh, Iron Circle gyms that we work closely with on the same style of campaign and there's others that it works for them. Yeah. So so like I'm not here to say not try it. I'm just saying this is what we got here. And if I'm you and I'm looking at my process and it's not broken, I wouldn't try to throw anything in. And if you are, 
if you are going to try this, you have to leave your current process in place yep. while you do a separate campaign to see if the new way is going to beat it. And that's this true AB split test, guys. So don't throw out your entire process because you heard of some, uh, you know, somebody saying they got great results out there. Uh, it, it, you need to take everything that you hear with a grain of salt. There are a lot of over promises out there in the marketplace. Hopefully this helps you guys. Until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.